Today's episode is brought to you by MeUndies. MeUndies are the undies that I have on me. Also, today, we're brought to you by ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the food that I want inside of me. Now, let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs. Friend Dogs in the morning. In the morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the episode of Cax and Crendo in the morning. You were either the ghost of future past or. The wind. I'm not sure which. Why not both? What's why not? Why not both? Good. You know what? Good question. <laughs> when you really think about it, is the wind not just ghosts? Just don't say that. There's gonna be some <laughs> guy out there who's like, "Oh my god." <laughs> um. Yeah. There. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing good. I-, I wanted to bring up something because I feel like this is an ask the audience, but I also want to get your vibe on this because. I had a conversation earlier this week uh, with a woman who, right out the gate, I'm just going to say, was very attractive. So if you're thinking to yourself while I tell you this story, Jesse, why were you there so long doing this? That's, I mean, that's, that's why. Attractive people can get away with a lot. <laughs> it was earlier in the week. I had a bunch of stuff to get done. I was trying to rush through my day. I had a bunch of stuff planned. I had a meeting to go to at 11. And out of the blue, I just find myself in a conversation with... Again, to specify and clarify, an insanely (laughs) attractive blonde woman, just like model caliber, gorgeous. Was she driving around watching you in her car? No, she was not. Uh, This was was not that kind of interaction. This is one of those, it just started as a friendly conversation and bloomed from there into what I'm about to tell you. So I have never met this person before in my life. I don't know anything about them. I'm just doing small talk. All right. And as we're small talking, the conversation continues to progress to the point where now it's getting, I don't know, kind of flirty, which admittedly caught me off guard. <laughs> but again, obviously, I don't know this person. I have a meeting I have to go to at 11. I have a hard out of whatever this conversation is. So the stakes for me are incredibly low. I'm just having a conversation. All right. And at some point during this small talk, I must have said something that to her registered as flirting, and she hit me with, boy, you are terrible at flirting. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, I clearly approached you to talk to you, but it doesn't seem like you're all that interested. And I was like, I wasn't aware this was that conversation. Now I'm like, all right, well, maybe I'm talking to this person a little bit longer than I probably should. You know what I mean? I'm like, hold on. Is this attractive person flirting with me? So now I'm in this conversation with this woman. And I'm trying to figure out her vibe. What's going on here? Because it's not every day. And I think most guys, almost all guys. In fact, I'm going to say all guys can agree with me on this. It's not every day that an incredibly attractive woman just strikes up a conversation with you and then gets a little upset that you're not flirting with her. And I'm like, what? So it was a shock to me. It was a shock to the system. But also, I'm in teacher mode slash streamer YouTuber mode where I'm like, play it safe, Cox. You don't know what this is. You don't know what this could be. You don't know if this is some sort of like thing. Be safe, right? So I'm not, of course, I'm not going to full flirt with a total stranger that I don't know. I'm just not going to do that. But she's saying and just said, you seem like you suck at flirting. And so the ego in me was like, no, you did not. So now... I'm caught up in this spider web and I, of course, I'm sticking around for a conversation. And so she's like, you've been here talking with me and you've yet to ask any questions about me. I'm like, I didn't know that's what I was supposed to be doing. I thought we were just having small talk. At best, I was trying to get to know you. That was it. And she's like, you're telling me that if a beautiful woman comes up to you and talks to you, you're not interested. And I'm like, What is happening right now? Am I being pranked? And Crendor, I just met this person. I don't know what the right questions would be. I'm not even necessarily trying to flirt. 
I'm just like, what? (laughs) And so I'm trying to wrap my mind around this entire conversation. And she's like, okay, okay. Imagine I am in a hallway somewhere and I approach you and I am looking as good as I look now. And I say, excuse me, sir. Can you show me where the vending machine is? What do you do? Like, what? What do you mean? She's like, what do you do? Like, well, since I've never met you before, I say, oh, uh, the vending machine's over there. Or if I don't know, I'll be like, I guess I could help you find it. She's like, wrong, wrong, Jesse. <laughs> like, what is, what do you mean wrong? She's like, you're so bad at this. You need a teacher, someone to teach you how to flirt. And now I'm like, wait a minute. Why is this about me all of a sudden? Can you explain it to me? And she has the audacity to be like, why would I give away that secret? If you don't know it, that's your problem. And if I tell you, you'll just abuse the secret to go sleep with women. What the shit? <laughs> All right, this person's crazy. Infuriated. Up. But again, <laughs> beautiful people, I guess, get a little bit of slack because I was now so obsessed with figuring out What the hell all that meant? Like, what is it about the vending machine? (laughs) Am I missing something? Is it the dress? Is it walking to the vending machine? What am I, in that scenario, what have I done incorrectly that makes me not good at flirting? I, I can't figure this, I can't figure this out. She's like, well, all right. Imagine a beautiful woman like me comes up to you. I'm like, all right, already she's like (laughs) a little ego. Like imagine a beautiful woman uh, like me comes up to you. I'd say it's quite a bit. Imagine a super awesome, beautiful, really cool person comes up to you like myself. Yeah. And she's like, what do you do? And she describes a scenario with her in this outfit. And I have this, you know, a perfect visual of what it is. It's one of those where her shoulder straps and everything are sort of down so you can see her shoulders and her hair is up. It's very much like the standard prototypical, if you ask a sociologist or psychologist, about flirting technique thing, about how this woman is sort of opening up and presenting herself and being vulnerable to the man. It's, you know, it's that kind of like a BS. I know what the psychology of that is. She goes, oh, so you do know how to flirt. I'm like, no, I'm just not a creep. Like, I'm not going to just constantly be flirting with people <laughs> Yeah, because like, that's not who I am. I-, I was like, I don't know if you understand this, but in this scenario, no matter who you are, if you're showing a little skin or asking me to take you to a vending machine, whatever the case may be, I'm still not going to overtly flirt with you because I know nothing about you. You are just a random stranger and I'm being kind. Yeah. And, and she's like, well, that's probably why you're missing out on so many wonderful women. I was like, trust me. I know this. Like, you don't need to explain this to me. There are times where I meet someone and I'm like, wow, she was amazing. But unless that person literally says, Jesse Cox, I want a relationship with you. I don't go for it. Because I'm not like, sorry, I'm not going to like get roasted by the internet for being a creep. And even then, there are some people who still do that. They're like, Jesse, I love you. And I'm like, "Mm, the teacher in me is a little wary of this. And so, yeah, it's kind of tough. It's kind of tough. Yeah. Well, this person, this person also seems like that's all they're looking for, right? Because if not, they'd probably be in a relationship. Well, so we were, we were talking and and she was like yeah i just you don't seem like the kind of guy who chases people like i'm not i will not chase you (laughs) i have been enough relationships to know that another one will come along i don't have to chase after a girl like i'll find someone who wants to be with me and we don't need to play games and i was like it seems to me like you love playing games and she's like what's wrong with that i like when a man chases after me it shows he desires me and wants me When you don't chase someone like you do, women think that's a lack of interest. And I'm like, okay, but you realize that this whole I like men to chase me kind of thing, they're chasing you not because they want to spend time with you and get to know you. They want to have sex with you. That's their objective. You're being chased. And when they get you, I'm betting they often ditch. And the reason why is because you busy playing all these games. And no man, no man wants to play games the rest of his life. I don't remember what she said, but it was straight up like an Andrew Tate talking point. And I was like, hold up. You sound like Andrew Tate. And she's like, look, I know he's a creep, 
but he has said some really smart things. So I was like, whoa! I was blown away. I was like, what do you mean he said some smart things? And she's like, look, he can't be dumb. The man was a millionaire. I was like, the man got millions by literally kidnapping girls and making them do sex work in his home. He ran yeah. away to a foreign country to literally do that so he couldn't be prosecuted. And she's like, no, that didn't happen. I'm, I was like, what? Most innocent people don't have to flee to foreign countries. Yeah. Typically, I, you know. So now I am either totally in this woman's spider web or my stubbornness refuses to budge. I have foregone thinking about the time and I'm just like, I have to reach this person. I've never met anyone like this. <laughs> And I'm like, look, you may think all women like to be chased and hunted, but women are a spectrum just like men in our desires and needs and everyone's different. And what I'm into may not be what you are into. And like, that's fine. It doesn't mean I'm bad at flirting. I just don't flirt the way you want me to flirt. Like I've already been there in my twenties. I was in a relationship with a woman who was one of those, like, I need a man to constantly chase me. And once the relationship happens and you're in it, if you do anything else but give her all the attention and continue to try and chase her, she'll just find some other dude to chase her and then just like go off with that guy because he's giving you attention. That's not a relationship. I don't know what that is, but I never want that again. And I was like, I don't, I don't have time for that shit. And I put this out there to women. Is that like a – tell me in the comments, it, on the Discord, wherever. You got to let me know because I was like, this is insane. This is well – I think uh, the the issue is that people, when they say that, they go, this thing loves it, like men like this, women like this. And the problem is that it's such a generic statement. It's essentially like gamers like this or <laughs> people that watch movies. Are like there could be a lot of people like that. It doesn't mean everybody's like that. Plus, there's like varying degrees, I would say, of that. There's probably somebody who's like, you know, I like a bit of like a chase type thing where they're just like, no, I really want to be with you. And they're like, kind of doing, they're like, oh, that's nice. And that's like it. Like, that's all they want is like one little chase thing to be like, oh, he does like want to chase after me or whatever. And then they're fine. But then there's people that are like, I need constant to be constantly chased. Like it's some crazy, like this woman. Right. Well, that's the thing is I was like, I don't think she understands that. Like there are other people out there for me that are on my wavelength that like are chill as hell. And that's who I'll end up with. I'm not at all. Like I don't need to chase someone. Like I, it's not built into me. I've done that before. I did it in my twenties and every single time it ended terribly. I'm not going to well, yeah. do that anymore. <laughs> it's gonna like the main reason is because they're not really caring about the person for the most part. They just care about the chase part. Like that's what they yeah. want. It's like the adrenaline of it. And so, and she was like, well, there's your problem. You don't want to put in the effort for a relationship. I was like, of course I want to put in the effort for a relationship. I want to find someone that loves me as much as I love them. And together we love each other, but we don't need to like fix each other. And we don't need to like chase after. We're just happy to be together. She's like, so you're looking for love? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, that's so cute. I was like, what? <laughs> and I was yeah. like, and I was just like, I don't. Here's the problem. I think you are like trying to neg me into pursuing you, but I don't know you. I think she genuinely was upset that during this conversation, probably unlike all the other conversations she has with men, I wasn't actively like, hey, I'm a big spender money man in LA and I think you and I should hook up. I think that like got to her. And it set her off. I, do, I honestly don't know. But the craziest part of the conversation was when I was kind of emotionally over it. Because I was like, there's too many games happening here. I just, I, I can't follow the conversation. She's trying to talk circles around me. And this is a thing that I, I must ask the women out there about. When guys flirt with you, are they hyper direct? Because this woman, I think, only ever flirted with dudes who are like, very direct, but indirect, if that makes any sense. So they would be like, yeah. so rather than like um, being nice to a woman or offering to help a woman or, you know, striking a conversation with a woman, she, her, her flirting was like saying dirty stuff without saying anything dirty. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I get it. Right. 
And I was like, oh, no, I don't I don't do that. If I want to say something dirty, I'll say something dirty. That's the fun in it for me. She goes, but that's 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 so gross. Like, you don't say stuff like that. You skirt around it and you, it becomes sexy when you do that. I was like, nah, nah, I'm an old pervert. I don't do that. If I'm going to if I'm going to be dirty with you, we're about to be like freak nasty dirty. I'm not like I need a woman who can say like cock without being like, you know, like I like I I can't. I can't be with a woman who is like, I'm timid. Like that shit drives me crazy. It's probably, it's also like, you know, 90% of your name. Yeah. 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 I mean like, yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, and, and she's like, so what, so what would you say? I was like, I don't know. Are we dating? And she's like, yes. In this scenario, we're dating. And I was like, and what is our like um, relationship status? She's like, I am so in love with you. And I'm like, okay, so you're in love with me and we're dating. She goes, how would you flirt with me? I was like, well, at that point, I would just like touch you because I don't need to say things. And she goes, no, you have to say something. I'm like, I have to say something? Why do I have to say something? And she's like, you have to, you have to say something. I'm like, hey, girl, want to see my dick? <laughs> and she looked at me so angrily. And she was like, I can see you're not taking this seriously. I'm like, of course not. <laughs> of course I'm not taking this seriously. <laughs> How long did this conversation go on? So, yeah, remember how I said I had an 11 o'clock meeting? <laughs> right. uh, it went on until 11.05, and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so she got me. She clearly got yeah. me. And this is the problem with beautiful people. I hate you all. <laughs> I absolutely hate you all. <laughs> I can't win. I was like, damn, I guess I'll stick around. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. <laughs> Ten years ago, Jesse would have been like, I could, I could fix her. Now I was like, nah, nah, there's no way. I've been through way too many bad relationships. I was like, I see only red. I was like, oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Man, thank God I'm yeah. married. Yeah, dude. That wasn't even like a date or anything. That was just a conversation that went on too long. I was that like, oh, no. That literally sounds like you went on a first date. It does, like it doesn't actually it? actually does. <laughs> yeah, like if you didn't hear the start of that conversation, it was just you talking to someone, be like, "Oh, just like Jesse went on a date." Apparently, that's what no. it sounds like. It's one of those things where if I don't understand something, and this is the problem, if I don't understand something, I must understand it. Right, I must figure it out. I must have answers. And she like didn't provide answers, and I'm talking to like <laughs> basic questions, like "What do you do for a living?" that kind of thing. She would dodge the question. Yeah, that's. Gee, that sounds crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it, it, whatever it is. It's toxic as hell. And I was like, Nah, I'm all right. Oh yeah, no, that's, I'm fine. Yeah, no. Uh, well, was that was that your main thing of the week? It was the. It was. I mean, it was a thing that happened this week. Other than that, I just was was busy working, doing my stuff. For hmm. some reason, well adjusted, totally normal, rational women don't want to come up and flirt with me. It is only the ones who I'm just mesmerized they make it through the day. And if you just happen to be feeling sorry for me, this is my call to action. Where's that uh, gorgeous girl who showed up to that one live show? Where are you at? Why aren't we married? That's all I'm saying. Give me a call. They won't. They won't call me. They won't. <laughs> they won't. Single tear. Uh, well, over on my side of life uh let's see see i'm busy living the old person life we went out to breakfast again yeah that was good uh you know <laughs> yeah you didn't get any weird conversations at breakfast with uh, a woman who drove you insane yeah no i didn't have that so <laughs> really yeah huh, <laughs> it's a bunch weird. of old people uh there was this one table looked like a bunch of youtubers but they were like uh, uh, i don't know I didn't hear anything they were saying. They could have just been TikTokers. They could have been nothing, for all I know. I don't know. Uh, and then there's nobody really around us. We were just kind of chilling. So it was a pretty normal breakfast. Uh, but that was nice. Then, uh, it's been warming up. So that's been, uh, it's been good because I've been going on walks now, getting my vitamin D, touching grass, you know? Gotta touch some grass. Gotta touch some grass. They're actually, uh, there's a bunch of people playing pickleball. Dude, people really uh, whoa, get into pickleball. Whoa, 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 What is pickleball? You know what pickleball is? No. Is it like hacky sack? All right. Is it Google like ultimate frisbee? Google, Google it right now. Pickle, pickleball? Yeah, pickleball. If it doesn't involve pickles, I'm going to be real upset. 
Oh, it's like uh, it's some like kind of tennis. Bullshit tennis. Okay. It's like tennis and uh, ping pong mixed together. Cause it's not as like intense as tennis with like running back and the rackets and the. It, but it's like more like ping pong. You got like little racket things with, but they're like paddles, and then you got the ball, which is almost like a wiffle ball, and you're like they just whack it back and forth on like a smaller court. This does have like, the vibe of like the boomer sport. Oh, like they're playing it at the gym. Every time I go to the gym now, there's at least like a group of people playing pickleball. There's like pickleball in the park. There's pickleball like everywhere. It's this is becoming the thing. And it was like, dude, there was like some intense pickleballers. You know what I mean? Like there's this there's like two couples playing against each other. And this one couple, every time they'd like score a point, they'd like touch their paddles together and be like, here we go. And they'd like do the little like clunk. Every time they scored, they're just like clunk. <laughs> so pickleball has kind of the rules of ping pong, but on a tennis court, kind of. So yeah. there's you're allowed one bounce. Yep. You, so like the server hits it, you're allowed one bounce. The receiver hits it back. There's a second bounce, and then the server has to hit it again or whatever. Yeah. So it's kind of got like a ping pong rule to it, mm -hmm. except the hilarity that because it's called pickleball, all the teams I'm looking at have great pickle-based names, like the Grit City Gherkins. I'm here for that. <laughs> that I love this. Good. Yeah, that's there's some... It, uh, yeah, it has its own paddle. Yeah, you got Which in this paddle. case is called a battle. B-A-D-D-L-E, which is a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> and every photo I see online, except for two, features people, I'm going to say 50 plus. Yeah, I'd say it's it's a majority, you know, like the 50 plus crowd, but I do see like a lot of like 40s uh 30s, 40s people playing it too as like the hey, this is easier on my joints and everything, but it's some good like cardio, you know. It also has this weird kind of like in the south vibe. I know you're in Chicago, but <laughs> right. Everywhere I'm looking, it's like Tallahassee, the championship of Florida, North Carolina. South Carolina. Well, Southern Ohio are also, except Ohio, are like where people retired to. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of like Southern, like it's warm down here. So we <laughs> got to go outside and come up with something to do. Yeah. Uh, I, I see that a lot. Of, yeah, pretty much. I'm surprised there's not, uh, there's not more pickleball. In California, I figured they'd be doing well, there, it. Well, there may be because I just saw, found an article that says Tom Brady joins LeBron James as Major League Pickleball's latest <laughs> franchise owner. What the shit? Major League Pickleball. <laughs> it's under Market Watch. That's so funny. Major League Pickleball. The potential pickleball market is enormous, insiders say. Some 4.2 million Americans play pickleball, which is coming to restaurants and maybe the Olympics? What, what? is happening? I've pickleball never heard of this Olympics. until today. <laughs> To restaurants. Pickleball. What are you going to like Dave Wait, and Buster's? What are you going to do? It's got to be a Dave and Buster's thing. There is one uh, restaurant that I saw. Boy, I don't know if it's in Cleveland. It's somewhere where it's like they even have it's like a sports restaurant. You know, how there's like sports bars. This is like a sports bar. But in the restaurant is also like batting cages and a boxing ring. And oh, yeah. uh, like, you know, all sorts of stuff. Mm hmm. And I wonder if that's the same thing. Although that also seems gimmicky as hell. Like restaurants yeah. like that. <laughs> like, yeah, let's go out to get a good meal of chicken wings and punching each other. Like, <laughs> no, I don't know what the, I don't know the vibe there is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find out how it even started. I clicked on this and it says, what and why is it called pickleball? It says, Joel Pritchard's wife, Joan, started to call their game pickleball because the combination of different sports reminded me of the pickle boat in crew where oarsmen were chosen from the leftovers of other boats. But according to Barney McCallum, they named the game after Pritchard's dog. I mean, that's cool, too. <laughs> I, I'm fine with that. So I guess there's just a game they invented and then they're just like, yeah. We invented uh, So it's from the 60s? This yeah, seems I mean, like a 60s kind of game. Yeah, late 60s. It does. This does seem like a late 60s thing, and then it goes away, and then all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, remember the old pickleball? And they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like uh, it was a thing, and then in 2001, it kicked up again, 
when pickleball, uh, this makes perfect sense, was introduced for the first time at the Arizona Senior Olympics. <laughs> yep, there it is. Yep. <laughs> over the next few years, it grew to nearly 300 players. So there you go. Yeah, then it started all over again, and now we're somehow back here where I'm hearing about pickleball for the first time. Yeah, I can't believe they haven't heard of it. That's crazy. It's, I'm not uh, 75. <laughs> Why would I ever well, know about pickleball? The thing is, I know like, about when badminton. I, when I go past like parks and stuff, they've like turned tennis courts into just pickleball courts. Like people want to play pickleball instead. So they just like warped it. Yeah, but you also don't live in the city. Well, yeah, but I feel so like, like even, if you're in a major city, you're not playing the few things you have that are available are for tennis. You're not they're not setting aside space for a pickleball. Uh, they might if you're but it's probably in a gym or something. Maybe you might be I mean, right. I'm not like I'm not at gyms, so <laughs> you may be like, correct. There is plenty of like workout athletic centers, like all these things. They definitely have pickleball courts. It's not like you don't have listen. If you're listening right now, what is the pickleball situation in your community? <laughs> yeah, let us know. How's let pickleball? Know. Is it, has doing? it taken over? <laughs> is there pickleball in like Norway and shit? I don't know. So that's the <laughs> uh, then. Let's see, well, since it's been getting warmer, I also start getting, like, the summertime nostalgia. You know what that is? Not, I don't get summertime sadness. I get summertime nostalgia. Are you like, it was the summer of 69? Is that, like, your vibe where you're just, like, remembering driving through the, the streets? It's my summer of 99. Really? What is your summer nostalgia? <laughs> uh, I think it's partially because when you're younger, you get summer vacation. So that's the thing. Uh, but I have, like... All Couldn't the things you just I think do some, of, you're an adult. Couldn't you just summer vacation yourself? Well, when I say summer nostalgia, I'm not like, man, traveling around. Like, some of it is, like, vacations we had, like, going to Wisconsin and, like, water park places and, like, stuff like that. But some of it's just like, man, remember when I played MU Online in the summer? <laughs> <laughs> like that. You I know? can tell you I've never felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I get like that. Let's see. Uh, I started Warhammer in the summer like four years ago. So but that you, was but like, you still have Warhammer. I guess, I guess I'm trying to figure out like what what the – are you just thinking fondly? Is it a feeling? Is it? Are you having like, I remember when? Or is it just like, man, summer's cozy. I, I love the summer. Like what is happening to you? Uh, I think some of it is thinking back on it and being like man it's been like four years since i started this and i remember like how i felt when i first started being like oh this would be crazy and now like you know it's years later like i remember uh uh what was it? I, even like back in 2000 when i don't know whenever i was like 12 years old when i first started warhammer that was in the summertime so i was like thinking about that like oh man i remember being 12 we were playing Yu-Gi-Oh, and then i remember uh god what was it there's like there's like numerous summer memories that kept popping up I guess is my main thing. And so I always, it's like all that blended together just makes me nostalgic. I guess I'm wondering what the nostalgia is. Is it... It's a blend. You, right, but is it a happy feeling that you think about fondly and it sets up your mood for the summer? Or is it you reflecting on those things like, man, that was fun. I should do more fun stuff in the summer. Uh, It's probably a little both, actually. Because, uh, you know, it is fun. I do like going outside now and like uh maybe i'll start playing pickleball right maybe uh but yeah and then just like i don't know it's do you also it's, do you also think that maybe it's because you have winter and so you're like forced to be inside and so when summer and spring finally hit you're like oh it's so oh, nice yeah. i get to go outside because i don't have that at all it is yeah. constantly 60 degrees around here yes uh, it's 100% that, too, because that's part of the reason I actually would never want to live where it's constantly warm. Maybe when I'm, like, 70. You say that I now. I had a feeling if you were in it, you'd be like, this is awesome. I you'd eventually so. take it for I granted am. like I do, but you'd be like, this is awesome. But I enjoy the changing seasons. Like, I don't so do dislike. I, but, like, the, also, I don't want to freeze my dong off. But sometimes I like freezing. <laughs> like okay some people like okay i'm gonna go a little weather elitist here all right because that's people do this all the time but there's plenty of times like ooh, it's like 60 out i need a jacket right like people act like it's cold but here's one of my favorite things all right in the gym all right it's like january okay i work out go into the sauna right it's like 100 and something in there then you get out go into the cold it's like 20 degrees outside and you're just like oh yeah that's like an unbelievable feeling Love it. I agree. It's kind of like if it's cold and you put the covers on, you like wrap yourself up like a little burrito. It's nice. But 
I couldn't do that all the time. I, 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 I when it's cold, I go full hibernation. I'm a bear. <laughs> I shut down emotionally, spiritually, physically, whatever. And if See, it's warm again, I'm like, all right, let's go. And to me, so it's, uh, it's not even that. To me, it's more the getting dark early. Like I don't mind the cold, but the fact that it gets dark at like 4:30 p.m., you're just like, ugh. But oh, that's I why love, I, I go work out. I like when it's dark out because that's when I stalk the night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a bear. I'm a bear, you see. That's the, uh, I that's, see. Right? That's yeah. what I hunt for prey. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I like the change. Because every, I've said this before, every time a season starts, I'm like, I love this season. Like, whenever winter starts, I'm like, dude, I love this. I love, it's cold. You know, it's got holidays. We do all this stuff. By the time winter's, like, ending, I'm like, the snow it snowed too much. It's like sludge out it. there. It's all like dirty. Like, can we just get the spring? Then spring starts. I'm like, yo, yeah, let's go. Spring. It's warming up a bit. We got rain. And then by the end of it, it's like, all right, it was 61 day. Then it was 30. Then it was like 50. Then it was 60. Then it was 20. And you're just like, I just want it to be warm. And then it's like warm. And you're like, yo, it's warm out. Let's go. But by the end of summer, I'm just like, dude, it's too hot. I'm done with this. It's way too hot. You got to like sweat. Yeah, put the air conditioning on. You're just like, can I go out? You're like, Ugh. and then you go back in. And then fall hits. You're like, yo, fall. We got like Oktoberfest. We got like leaves changing. We got all that. This is great. And then by the end of fall, you're like, you know what? I'm ready for winter to hit. That's what I do. I have like the up and down roller coaster of seasonal change. I also like that per season you have your own like priorities. When fall <laughs> yeah. hits, Oktoberfest, baby. After yeah, that, October don't care. Fest. Who cares about <laughs> fall? It's all about drinking. Listen, I'm like entirely Eastern European. And like fifty percent German, so pretty much my entire culture is just Oktoberfest. <laughs> I get that. I get. I get that, especially Chicago. Oh yeah, yeah. Pretty much a whole bunch of that here, and then you know, my other. I'm just part Polish, and then so very Eastern European. They love drinking. Granted, pretty much everybody all over loves drinking. <laughs> so yeah, it's not. I mean, that's like the Midwest, especially northern yeah. Midwest. That's the vibe. Oh, yeah. It's very northern Midwest. That's where they all kind of, you know, they all moved here from Europe. <laughs> I keep so. thinking about that Canadian dude who's like, uh, two, two, three beers, two, four beers. <laughs> two, three beer. That guy is basically Midwest America as well. <laughs> two, three beer. Two, a three. week. That can't even get you through a day. That's not going to do anything. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, I'm fine with four beer. I drink six beer, but I can do four beer. What do you want me to do? Have two liters of pop? <laughs> two liters of Coca-Cola? Is that any better than two four beer? <laughs> two liters of pop? The crazy thing is that man kind of has a point. He's got a point. <laughs> man has a point. I'm sure that beer is better for you somehow. But um, yeah, that's the vibe. That and if the guy was like, Give me a uh, two or three beer and uh, two pounds of cheese. Make it cheddar. <laughs> yeah. Italian That's beef. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me Italian beef. Put some beef. spicy peppers on there. Sausage. Hot pepper. <laughs> yeah, I say hot peppers, not spicy pepper. You go hot pepper. Oh, that's pepper. right. Right, right. Hot pepper. Yeah, hot pepper. Yeah. Give me one of them milkshakes that's also a cake. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's now you're now you're talking um, <laughs> yeah so yeah pretty much i don't know that's why i don't think i still don't think i'd like being in the heat nonstop. like maybe if i was older and my joints hurt all the time and i'm like i'm tired of this then i would be like okay it won't be in the heat but i think we can safely say that i if i were you yeah you're listening to this right now and you want to come see krenor and i live at the end of the summer. Oh. It won't be as hot. It won't be as hot. It might be. <laughs> it would be August. But plan around August 26th. We're going to be at a totally different location in Chicago this time. Oh. It isn't Lincoln Hall. It's going to be a different place, but equally fun. Uh, August 26th. Plan around that day. It's going to be a fun show. It's actually going to be earlier than normal. Oh. Uh, usually we get out of there around 11 p.m. This time we're going to get out of there around 9. So for all those people out there who are like, Jesse, let's go get a drink. This might be the time that I actually go with you. <laughs> Damn, dude. Because it's not going to be midnight by the time we're done. So very excited. Should be a good show. Uh, we're finalizing all the plans and when to get tickets and all that now. 
But if you want to come see us, it's a Saturday. And usually we do shows that are kind of like Thursday or Sunday. And you all complain. You say, Jesse, I couldn't make it because I had to work or whatever. This time, you don't have to work. It's Saturday. We're telling you. you. We're giving you you the weekend off. (laughs) Come see us. I expect these tickets to go very fast because in the past they go fast. And that's when it's like we can't even like as sure that we can, you know, it's going to be a Thursday. So this time get them while they're hot. We'll give you more information in the future. Speaking of which, you should also get the, uh, the new, the new merch. That's true. Brand new Cox and Crendor fun swag. It's a black t-shirt with a little, uh, pocket that has Crendor and I on it. It's very cool. Check it out right now over on store.jessicox.com. You know what else is cool? Oh boy. Here we go. (laughs) I was gonna say speaking of advertisements, but that was butter. <laughs> like, yeah, either one works. <laughs> I want to talk to you about the amazing as we get closer to summer, the amazing cooling powers of me undies. You may not know this, but me undies, besides being very comfortable and almost feeling like you're wearing nothing, they keep your bits cool. I don't know if it's some micro modal magic, but uh, everything down there is great. I'm wearing mine right now. It's pretty hot here today, and I'm just like. Ooh, I'm feeling good. That's true. I'm wearing mine right now. I got surfboards. Ooh, I have I have hearts. That checks out. I'm a simple man. I'm a simple man. (laughs) I have hearts. (laughs) I'm not sure if you're aware, but MeUndies knows comfort pretty much better than anyone. From undies to socks to onesies to dog hoodies to whatever. They have so much right now. And you can be a part of their newest campaign, which is about environmentalism. Their sustainably sourced swimwear collection, partially made from recycled nylon fabrics and water bottles, is available to you. Go check them out. They are very cool. They're ultra-chlorine-resistant, UPF 50-plus for extra sun protection, sustainably sourced, like I said, and made under fair working conditions. If you want to get more stuff for your junk... You can get a MeUndies membership. Choose a new pair of undies, socks, or bralette each month to grow your collection. Plus, you'll save 30% off all the snuggly softness you can handle, and you get access to early deals and special promos. MeUndies is a product and lifestyle for me and has been for years. My underwear drawer is filled with them. If you want to get 25% off your first order, Plus free standard shipping. Visit MeUndies.com slash Crendor. That's me. That's MeUndies.com slash Crendor. Remember, if you are not 100% satisfied, MeUndies will take care of your purchase. They'll refund it all, shipping all that stuff. And you can try it yourself right now. 25% off first order. MeUndies.com slash Crendor. Also, today we're brought to you by ButcherBox. ButcherBox. Man, I, I don't know what the magic is, but getting a box of meat sent to you is... It's it's like Christmas Day. It really has the same vibe. I don't know how to explain it. When you open it, you're like, oh, you got your chicken. You got your beefs. You got your fish. You got your porks. You got it all in there. And it's so delicious. It's affordable. And the best part is it's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, wild-caught seafood, no antibiotics, no hormones, None of that stuff delivered right to your doorstep, free shipping as always. And you can get customized boxes or curated boxes. You can get special deals. They always got deals happening over there. And of course, the part that matters the most, it tastes good. And I think that's the whole point is getting high quality cuts of meat delivered to you that tastes good, that make it simple. You know, you're going to get a high quality product. You don't have to like go around searching for the right cut of meat. You can just get it delivered to you. I love it. Big fan. Right now, speaking of deals, you can get free chicken thighs for a year and $20 off your first box when you sign up today. That's three pounds of bone-in chicken thighs in every box for a year plus $20 off your first order when you sign up at butcherbox.com slash cox and use code cox. Think of, I'm already in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, I would grill them's things and I would put like peri peri sauce on. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. again, I'm already thinking about it right now. Again, go to 
butcherbox.com slash cox and use code cox to get three pounds of bone-in chicken thighs in every box. Use code cox to get that butcher box. Hell yeah. All <laughs> right, Crendor. Let's go to Chopper's Chopper 7 with the guy with Crendor. How's that traffic out there? Oh boy, traffic's picking up now. People are starting to plan their summer vacations. People are getting done with school. People are setting up their Cox and Crendor live schedule, yes. Uh, yeah, you got boats, trains. Uh, watch out there for the 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 cars. Oh man, I'm running out of steam here. Back to you. Thanks, Crendor. Let's go to weather. Weather time. Uh, let's see. We've got a weather request for Bor or wait, Boda, Norway, country capital of Nordland, biggest city in northern Norway. We got a lot of eagles, I guess. We apparently are also the culture capital of Norway, though. I think our state just bought that title and raised the land taxes. Because apart from some museums, a concert hall, and a one pretty dock, it's a disappointing place. <laughs> Very curious <laughs> to see it from your eyes. Shout out to my worker or my former workplace, Boda Action Hall, for being the one interesting place in town. Laser tag, escape room, mini arcade, mini golf. And then uh, and the year 2017, we finally had something cool happen. Local SW fan organized turning the downtown mall into a Star Wars-themed event with the 501ST. Okay, so the, the 501st. Oh, yeah. That checks out. <laughs> List the Stormtrooper Brigade ah, or whatever it is. I see. Okay. All right. Boda, Norway. It's also spelled like that. <laughs> oh, with like a, a, a magic zero at the end. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, the old magic zero. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Let's turn on Whoppy for this one. Whoppy, Whoppy activated. 43 degrees Fahrenheit, rain, Boda, Norway. Occasional rain. Today feels like 35. Humidity 95%. Pressure 30.24 inches. Visibility 5 miles. Sunrise 3.37 a.m. Sunset 10.23 p.m. Wind 18 miles per hour, 42 dew point, UV index zero, moon phase, waning gibbous, 10 day. Beep, 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 beep. 52 degrees, Monday, cloudy, 57. Tuesday, cloudy, 52. Wednesday, cloudy, Thursday, 53. Cloudy, Friday, 50 degrees. Light rain, Saturday, 51, showers, Sunday, 53, showers, Monday, 53, light rain, a, 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 a. The, the way that, that it's described, uh, according to the internet, according to the tourism board, <laughs> right. is it's the mini metropolis up north. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, so they're, they're, they're saying they're a metropolis, which means, you know, I imagine big city. Yeah. But everything I'm looking at, it's beautiful. But and the mountains in the background, gorgeous. But a metropolis, I don't know that <laughs> I don't know I'd call it a metropolis. It yeah. does have an interesting art scene. Uh, I'm looking at all the the various um art stuff they got going on and that seems very beautiful. But also this town has the same vibe as a city, but also the town in every uh Norwegian drama where a person's killed. And it's foggy all the time. And the detective's yeah. like, I can't figure it out. Everyone here is stonewalling me. And it's like, there's only three people in this town, and one of them is the killer. It has the exact same vibe as that as well. <laughs> it is, I would love to know when it kind of like tried to modernize, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. I can see Because it feels that. like this place, if you, I would go back in time in the 90s, four people lived here. And then <laughs> Nora was like, we got to make that a place. <laughs> This is the most northern place around. The best things to do are, and this is how you know that this is a small community. Right. Number one, World War II historic e-bike tour. Number two, e-bike guided rides. Number three, <laughs> moose safari. Number four, e-bike guided mountain tour. Number five, hiking trip. 
Number six, <laughs> e-bike guided tour. Number seven, coastal day e-bike ride. <laughs> Number eight, hiking trip. Classic and easy. Number nine, e-bike midnight sun chase. Number 10, private transfer from city to airport. Wait, a car ride is the number 10 best thing to do? <laughs> the car ride, yep. The car ride from the city to the airport. That's number 10. That's the number 10 best uh, thing to do. You're either you're leaving. <laughs> so that's that's got to be on the list if you're leaving. Number 11, another hike. Uh, number 12 is another transportation trip. That's so funny. <laughs> number 13 is a seven-day private tour. Yo, I'd go on a private-ass tour. That'd be fun. Yeah. Number 14, airport transfer. You can't have three of your top 15 be... <laughs> Airport and back. That's insane. And then number 15 is an Arctic coastal walk. None of these talk about like the northern lights or about the things to do in town. I just. I'm trying right, to look cultural at cultural uh... themes, cultural things in this town. World War II e bike. Are you kidding? The World War II e bike can't be they the really only thing love to do. The, e -bikes. <laughs> the World War II e bike. Out of your mind. Uh, let's see. There's got to be eh, some. Some of these restaurants look pretty good. Oh, I haven't even looked at the restaurants. Yeah, like this. Uh, this one's Baker Olson. This one looks pretty crazy. Look at this. This one looks great. Yo, this looks like a spot. Yeah, I love a good go. uh, pastry spot. Yeah, yeah, it looks but real I, good. I, every time I've been, admittedly, it's only been twice. But ever, and it was the last time <laughs> I was there was like 2016. But every time I was in Norway, it was always the food was always good yeah it was always good unless they tried to like trick me with their weird insane like eat this it's called snorkel snop and it's made of a fish's anus and i'm like <laughs> do you actually eat this and I'm like we've, oh, no we've taken the fish anus and fermented it in beer for 25 years and then we soak it in squid gut they're like it's a delicacy you're gonna love it and i'm like do you eat this and like no of course not <laughs> like well then why are you trying to get me to eat it they won't laugh at you. Every time. <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, like, there's a lot of burgasm. Is burgasm a burger place? <laughs> well, of course it is. Well, of course it is. 4.6 stars. We got Peppy's Pizza with this woman just on the phone eating. <laughs> <laughs> but also, hilariously, this is exactly, like, this is some, some northern-ass looking pizzas. Oh, yeah. These pizzas are like, if you were to show any Italian these pizzas, they'd be like, did you microwave it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they don't look great. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd still eat it, but it definitely oh, looks yeah. like a DiGiorno pizza. I'd, I would still eat it, but yeah, there's, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, yeah, it has a DiGiorno <laughs> vibe. It's yeah. like 90% crust, this pizza. It is, yeah. Uh, what else you got? Subway Centrum. Is this just Subway? <laughs> it is. I hope it's Subway sandwiches, but just like... Oh my god, hold on, here you go. It is Subway sandwiches, and some of them have different names. You got the Ongsdag. It's the Subway. Yo, the Ongsdag! You got the Calcoon, the the Toonfisk, the, <laughs> the American Steakhouse Melt. Stop. The Calcoon are... and the Skinky. <laughs> I like that one. I love the ca the cocoon. The cocoon just looks like a turkey sub. <laughs> yeah. The sub uh, of the day though is called a mandag, yeah, and a it, mandag. I think it's supposed to be a taco sub. It looks oh, like taco yeah. meat it's got with taco, taco sauce, and then nacho chips put on top of it. <laughs> it's wild. That's a wild ass sub. I don't, I don't like that one. <laughs> that I, is, you know what? It may be delicious. You don't know. What? It's got taco meat, the chips, and then it's got red onion, green pepper lettuce and tomato like what that's not i guess the lettuce is fine but like i don't know oh no the freight egg is might be might mean special i don't know what that means but tuna know. fisk is the it's, tuna fish <laughs> this is like i'm at an ikea subway or something maybe, fr maybe freight egg is friday oh that would make sense oh uh, look at us we figured it out i'm learning <laughs> a new language that. right now yeah because i see that there's one that says sun dog which probably means sunday yeah, that would that checks out. Look at this. Yeah, Mondog, the taco one that I thought was that probably means Monday. Is yeah. Dog Day D A G? It's got to be. That, it I just thought that Mandag was kind of a funny name for taco. Man, stuff. Man so I figured, all right. 
Uh, yeah, Thor's yeah. dog is probably Thursday. Mm. Yeah, look at me. I'm learning. Lore dog? Oh, I don't know what that one is. <laughs> Lore dog? Lore dog. Lore dog, I'm going to say is... I don't know. I'm looking it up. What is Lore dog? Saturday. It isn't uh, Sauter dog? Come on. Yeah, what about no. Satter dog? Sauter dog. Sauter dog makes way more sense. <laughs> is it Two's dog? How's it? So there's Tor's dog. What is when? Is Wen's dog? When? Wed's dog? Wed's dog? Raw dog? On's dog? <laughs> Crazy. Uh, Learn it. I learned so much. Yeah. And uh, that's that's the weather. <laughs> All right. Let's go to sports. Sports. Oh boy, sports is going crazy. Uh, we just had the 76ers win in overtime against the Boston Celtics series tied at two, so it becomes a best of three now. Uh, and then the Denver-Phoenix game is later tonight. Uh, currently, we got the Maple Leafs up uh, one to nothing on the Florida Panthers. However, the Panthers are uh, up in that series two to nothing. Uh, then we have the Carolina Hurricane losing today, but they're also up two to one over the Devils. Uh, Dallas-Seattle tied at one in that series. Uh, the Lakers, uh, I'm like swip-swapping sports right now. The Lakers I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> two to one over the Warriors in their series. Uh, and the, uh, Miami Heat are up 2-1 over the Knicks in their series. Uh, then in the other hockey games, it is the, I think there's only one with the Golden Knights and the Oilers. And the Golden Knights, uh, are up. In that series. But uh, the crazy part was the Boston Bruins lost uh, the number one team and the team that was like the highest scoring regular season team ever. They went they only lost 12 games all season, but they lost in the first round to the Florida Panthers. So. Wah, wah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, it's all matters. Playoffs. Nobody cares about your regular season anymore. Uh, Where is. Uh, let's see, Golden Knights. Uh, oh, Golden Knights, Oilers is tied at one. So another closed series. Uh, then in baseball, we got the old Tampa Bay Rays still up at the top at 28-7. and seven, But the Orioles and the Blue Jays close behind at 5.5-7 and, and seven back. I guess not that close, but close enough. Uh, the Twins atop the Central Division. The Texas Rangers atop the West. The Atlanta Braves atop the East. The Pittsburgh Pirates still, still atop the Central with the Brewers only half a game behind. And then the Cubs two and a half behind them. And then the Dodgers atop the West with the Diamondbacks half game behind. And the Padres two games behind them. Uh, we also had the NFL Draft last week. That was fun. I streamed it. We had a great time over on uh, my football podcast. And uh, now we wait. Like three months for football start. <laughs> so that is sports. Okay. Crendor, what is our fact of the day? Uh, people used to say prunes instead of cheese when having their picture taken. <laughs> <laughs> prunes. Why? Wait, hold on. Pru it makes, I guess it makes a, does it make a duck face? What is the, yeah, I like he's supposed, <laughs> supposed to smile? Let's see. Cheese the, makes uh, your mouth go cheese, like you cheese, like your lips part, and yeah. it has a smile. Prunes is like prune. You look like you're trying to kiss the camera. Yeah, that is. Well, maybe that used to be a thing. Let's see. In the 1840s, a big, dare we say, cheesy grin was seen as childish. So one London photographer told people to say prunes to keep their mouths taut, and that took. Uh, or, and that look predated uh, today's fish face selfie by about 180 years. Okay, so this actually, I know this. So, um, there's a famous photo that keeps going around on the internet every once in a while where it's like, I think it's supposed to be a dude in China who is eating something, but he has this like big smile on his face. And everyone thinks it's crazy because they're used to seeing old pictures where people are like straight faced and yeah. they look, you know, sour. But this guy has like a big goofy smile and he's and everyone wonders why he has that when his contemporaries don't. And the reason is that that photo was taken when they brought they brought a camera to China. I think it's China. They brought a camera to China and they had no cultural 
awareness at the time of like what you're supposed to do for a camera. Right. And so this guy just took a photo, smiling, looking goofy, that kind of thing. But in Europe at the time, and I guess potentially America, uh, you know, where they were, people were taking photos all the time. Um, culturally, the the concept was this isn't something you do for fun. This is like the family's going to get together and we're going to take a photo. And this photo will last in our family for generations so that all might know we existed. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so they wanted to have this stoic kind of like we all y'all fall about us. Like that vibe. Right. And people, I guess, like that. Um, but it also is the reason why most old photos look like people who are just statues and not actually <laughs> real people. Yeah. Like when we uncover things that are video of like that one video that went around recently because it was upgraded to 60 FPS of like people throwing snowballs at each other. It seems so weird to us. Like, oh, they were just like us. Well, of course they were like us. But all the documentation of them is lies. It's all, we must look like we are ever standing vigil. It's all BS. No, it's, uh, it's the reason everyone also sees all those old pictures like, ah, they look so old. But a lot of it's just because that's just how they dressed and looked. Plus, they were probably stressed a lot back then. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and it's not like that as much anymore. So, yeah, because yeah. I saw a thing where, like, they modernized a lot of older pictures and people were like, oh, yeah, they look normal, like, younger and vibrant now. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's very strange, but I guess that was the... I don't know. I guess having a picture was the same as getting a portrait done. Yeah. And so you wanted it to be something that would stand the test of time. But all it did was make it look older and weirder than it actually is. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. those are fact of the day. Hey, all right. What is our big story of the day? Nearly 500 pounds of pasta mysteriously dumped in New Jersey woods. I, I mean, okay, first off. It somehow makes perfect sense, but no sense at all. Like, if you were to say 500 pounds of pasta dropped off in the woods, I'd be like, what? But you, when you add Jersey, I'm like, okay, well, like, that part checks out. <laughs> yeah, that does check out. Um, some people in New Jersey found a bizarre way to pasta time. Can we stop doing this? <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Is the, I don't know if they're required to do this by the the head of the website or like whatever, but like, come on, we don't need it. Uh, last month, by dumping nearly 500 pounds of cooked pasta in the woods near Old Bridge, New Jersey, the massive spaghetti dump appeared in a river basin around <laughs> April 20th. Don't say the massive spaghetti dump. <laughs> the massive spaghetti dump. The massive spaghetti dump. Uh, that became, sucks. <laughs> became news after city council candidate Nina Jocknowitz posted a photo of it on Facebook. It was like the song, on top of spaghetti, all covered with cheese, they posted. Mission impossible. I just... <laughs> Is there anyone that just God, dies of laughter every time they read those? Like, oh my God, they got me again. I just want to, like, <laughs> shake whoever wrote this. Like, stop it! Stop it! <laughs> I hate it. Uh, there are conflicting reports over whether the pasta was cooked. Uh, Jocknowitz says it was, saying it looked like someone filled up a wheelbarrow of pasta and dumped it. Others, uh, including Hamanshu Shah, the business administrator of Old Bridge Township, suggested pasta was just wet from rain. Shah confirmed today. <laughs> so the big discussion is like, was it pasta that was like, Pre-cooked, or did the rain get it wet so it just became soggy? These are important questions. <laughs> yeah, there's that, that the big questions right here. Uh, they confirmed today that the 15 wheelbarrow loads of pasta were illegally dumped in the woods near a creek, but said the spaghetti was uncooked. It looks like it was only there for a short time, but moisture did start to soften some of the pasta. Officers took a report, and Shah said two public work employees cleaned up the pasta in less than an hour. Police are investigating the incident, but there's no word on whether the pasta dump was the work of one person or a group. The pasta pics brought some strong reactions, as you would imagine. Right, of course. Philadelphia resident uh, Ali Alaco told the Inquirer, this is the most New Jersey thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. 
while the photos inspired some pretty saucy pasta puns on the Reddit page. We're not reading those. Um, so, so uh, that that's that. Wait, there's an article here that says sleuthing neighbors think they know who dumped pasta. Hold on, we got an update. Uh-oh, this is new. Okay, here we go. We've actually got an update, a real live update. The mystery of how nearly 500 pounds of pasta ended up dumped near New Jersey stream may have been solved thanks to some locals who used their noodle. (laughs) (laughs) He killed him. Ladies and gentlemen, he's dead. He finally got killed by the puns. (laughs) Took one too many puns to the chest. That's it. The massive spaghetti dump mysteriously appeared. In a river basin near I can't, Old they gotta stop calling. They gotta stop calling it massive spaghetti dump. <laughs> they do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just a God. terrible name for the ma- <laughs> Don't do and don't associate anything. It's a big steaming pile of spaghetti dump. Just don't name anything a massive dump. Just yeah. stop it. Uh Although public works crews quickly cleaned it up, authorities have not determined the culprit or the reason for the pasta dump. It remains unclear how or why the pasta ended up there, but some suspect is... Oh wait, some suspect it was the work of a military veteran who was trying to clear out a stockpile of old food from his dead mother's home. Quote, what? I mean, I really like... I really feel like he was just trying to clear out his parents' house and they were probably stocked up from COVID. Neighbor Keith Ross said... Adding, he suspects a general generational aspect was in play. My grandparents always had a cupboard full of cans and pasta just to be safe. Old Bridge Mayor Owen Henry doesn't seem to be planning a big investigation, telling AP that since pasta did not cause any environmental damage or health issues, he considers it matter closed. It certainly shouldn't have ended up in the woods. Putting it in or near the stream bed was not the best idea, but I certainly hope our police are not putting more time into this. Henry said, assuming the pasta was still usable, I wish it had ended up in our food bank, which could That's have used it. That's what I'm it. saying. Exactly. And to be clear, when Crendor says massive pasta dump, I'm looking at a photo of it right now. Yeah. It is. It's it's, it's along a river. And I'm going to say this could have fed 500 people. Yeah, this is pretty insane. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> This is this is actually insane. But okay, so the so they still haven't found it. Found it. They just <laughs> someone's like, yeah, I think some guy was cleaning out his dead mother's house, but they don't know. If but anything, they don't even, they don't even go to detail. If the pasta was bought during COVID for COVID's sake, yeah. I'm, I'd wager that pasta's still good. It probably. How long? If it's dried pasta in a package, it may not be best by date i have no clue but it should still be good in theory it's dried pasta uh, oh yeah dry pasta won't ever really expire it'll just lose quality yeah you're not it's not gonna be like the best pasta but it's still you could take that to a shelter yeah that was uh that was like on patreon i did one of my patreon food reviews uh for patreon.com slash and i i ate uh God, what's it called S'mores Instant Oatmeal. I was like, I gotta try this one for the Patreon. And so uh, I ate it, and I was like, oh, I guess it doesn't expire till January. But then I looked, and it was this January it expired. And I was like, uh-oh, am I gonna die? So I looked into it, and uh, apparently, yeah, it doesn't really expire because there's no moisture exposed to it. So it just loses some flavor, taste, or whatever. Yeah, most Best Buy dates on non-moistery stuff are for, like, max quality yeah but it doesn't mean you can't eat it unless it's you know like a milk based thing or you know something where clearly over time it will like it will curdle or (laughs) sour or mold like bread bread has a best by date for a reason yeah right (laughs) but dried things canned stuff i mean most of that it's purposely made to last as long as humanly possible yeah no so uh Pasta. Pasta. Yeah, it's. I'm looking at this. It is so much pasta. Just it is a lot of pasta. So, it's like when you see Gordon Ramsay go into one of those restaurants and he opens <laughs> up the fridge and he's like, "What's all this bloody pasta?" 
It's the exact same thing. It looks yeah, like so much. It's different types as well. I was checking because I was like, I thought it was just the same type, but no, there's like some spaghettios. There's like long linguine pasta. There's like normal spaghetti. Like there's a whole bunch of types of pasta. Yeah. So maybe it is. Wild. Maybe it is that. I can't. What's crazy is it was dropped. It was dropped right next to a stream. It's like there's a river right there and then a pile of pasta. Yeah. That is crazy. I don't know if the person who dumped it was like, animals might like this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't figure it out. It's so bizarre. Nature will consume the pasta <laughs> as it does. <laughs> it's, man, yeah, it's, uh, it's a mystery. I would want to know why someone chose that, right? Like, yeah. that's the thing. I don't care that you did it. Why did you do it? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Why? What was their what thought was the process? reasoning? Like, what mentality did you have? Where it's like, look, I could take these down to the homeless shelter and deliver it, or walk out into the woods carrying all this pasta and <laughs> dump it one after another. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, I don't get it, but that's your big news story of the day. All right. That's it for us. Thanks so much for listening or watching or however enjoying this podcast. Crendor. Hit up with the socials. Oh, boy. We got socials. We got all the episodes over on YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast. All one word. Subscribe. Hit the bell to be notified when these go up so you don't miss any. We also now have them organized by year, so you can click on years and listen to all the episodes from those years, making it easy. Uh, also, you can go see the animations on YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor. Uh, also, you can uh, go check out the same podcast on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Wow. Uh, also, you can see our stuff that we make on our own channels. <laughs> YouTube.com <Yeah>. slash... <laughs> YouTube.com slash Jesse Cox. YouTube.com slash Crendor. I just put up a new Pointless Top 10. Check it out. Uh, YouTube.com... Or the uh, Twitch TV Jesse Cox. Twitch TV Crendor. Facebook Jesse Cox. Facebook Crendor. Uh... Instagram, Notorious Cox. Instagram, Crendor was taken. TikTok, Jesse Cox, TikTok. Just... The TikTok Crendor. Uh, Twitter.com Jess Cox. Twitter.com Crendor. YouTube uh, Cox Clips. YouTube Cren Clips. Uh, YouTube Warhammer Crendor. Uh, 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 I think that's it. Oh, wait, Patreon.com Jess Cox. Patreon.com Crendor. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now that's it. All right. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see y'all next time. And as always. Woo. To be continued.